Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome. This is George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder, and this is the Leveling Up Podcast. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. From time to time in life and of course in business, you will be called upon to take massive action. You'll be called upon to take a big step, a big leap of faith maybe, a big commitment, a bold move, a courageous move. But that shit is exhausting. You can't live like that. I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins is always talking about massive action, taking massive action. Because what he's trying to do is trying to shift people trying to shift them from one place to another, shift them from one set of rails that's taken them to one future, to shift those rails, get on a new set of rails, a new path that takes them to a better future. And of course, massive action creates massive reactions. Those massive reactions can give you big results. So I'm a big fan of taking big, bold, brave steps every now and again. But you can't live like that every single day. It's absolutely exhausting. It's terrifying. It's fearful. Um, it isn't massive action if it's easy. By the very nature of it being massive action, it has to be challenging, okay? Probably scary, probably terrifying maybe for people. And every now and again, we have to do that. And when we do that, we can have almost an instantaneous leveling up. So sticking with the theme of this podcast, you can level up really quickly when you take a big, massive, bold step like that. Now in business, it could be something like hiring your first employee. It might be moving out of the garage or out of the back bedroom and taking on a property or a premises, an office to work in. It might be bigger than that. It might be going abroad and setting up an operation over there. It might be a big, bold move, like you know, trying to reach out to someone, a client or even a mentor or someone that's out of your reach that really scares you to put yourself you know, vulnerably in front of those people or that person. It might be a step like that. When we take big, bold, courageous action, we do get big results and we get big change fast. However, we can't live like that every single day. It's exhausting, it's terrifying. And therefore, we must not underestimate the power of taking small steps and small, consistent, aligned action towards our goals, towards our dreams, our visions, our future. Do not underestimate the fact that tiny actions can make a big difference, not in and of themselves, but when we accumulate those over time with many other little actions aligned with that outcome, then we start to see a tremendous result. An analogy that I often use when I'm talking about this is that of investing. You see, if you take 100 quid and put 100 quid in a savings account and do nothing else, then all you've got is 100 quid in your account. And given the kind of returns you'd expect from a savings account. These days, by the end of the year, you've probably got, I don't know, £100 and 20p or something. At the end of 100 years, you've probably still only got like £110 or something. I don't know. I haven't done the maths. But you can see, like just putting £100 in once isn't going to really change your future in any way, shape or form. Unless you're lucky enough to put that 100 quid on a horse that comes in at 100 to 1, then of course you can get some big returns quickly. Realistically, it's about accumulating these small actions, these tiny steps over time, and the more of those small steps that you take over the longer the time you take them, then the greater the future that you can create. 
So whilst every now and again, we have to take these big courageous steps, these big bold actions, and they can return and reward us with great results. If we don't actually consistently align ourselves with what it is we're trying to achieve, where we're trying to go, then we're just living our life from these one big bold steps to the next. And most people, they don't do them every day. They don't even do them every week. Most people might only make a big bold gesture like that once a month, once a quarter. Some people maybe even once a year. Some people maybe haven't done it at all in the last 12 months. Maybe they've done a handful in their life. So of course, if we're looking for just big, massive action all the time, then whilst we're investing 100% of ourselves in that moment and we're going to get a really good return, unless we follow up consistently, it's still going to pale into insignificance compared to the person that continually keeps moving forward. It's a real case of the hare and the tortoise. The hare and the tortoise, you know, the hare runs off, gets cocky because it's well ahead of the race, lays under a tree, falls asleep. The tortoise is slow and steady, slow and steady. That whole saying, slow and steady, wins the race, comes plodding past the hare while the hare is having a little snooze. And then the hare wakes up, realizes its mistake, and then charges off after the tortoise. But it's too late. The tortoise has already passed the finish line. The tortoise wins. Now, I've never really liked that fable. I'm not going to lie. Because actually, of course, it's not about being the tortoise. It's about not being a knobhead hare, right? It's about not being the hare that takes the piss and is all cocky and runs off and because that hare actually could have won the race right in the first probably 10 minutes of that it was only because the hare was an idiot that decided it was all cocky and Larry and could take the piss out of the tortoise and fall asleep under a tree and then it lost the race right so actually the anecdote there or the fable for me it's kind of lost in translation a little bit because clearly the hare is faster than the tortoise and clearly the hare is the better strategy in a race clearly that particular hare however through its own arrogance and conceit and, you know, whatever, you know, wild expectations of its own performance or underestimating its opponent. That's why it lost that race. So, you know, take from that story what you want. However, in today, I'm going to still stick with the theme of the hare and the tortoise, I guess. Occasionally, you want to be that hare. So you want to be the hare and you want to charge off and be bold and be brave and commit yourself, right? But it's exhausting for most people, okay? Unless you're the hare that can continually deliver 100% like that all the time. Even the hare couldn't do that. But if you could, then of course, right, then being the hare is going to be the better thing. Big, bold, courageous movements, big, bold, courageous steps, moment by moment, day by day, is going to get you massive results. Of course it is. For most people, it's just not realistic to expect that from them, or if it's you, to expect that from yourself. What you can do, however, is even in the face of fear, when you're doubting yourself, when you're worried, concerned, nervous, even when you're not firing at 100%, you can still move towards those goals. And that's where we can learn from the tortoise. The tortoise, which is never takes his eye off the finish line, takes his time, one step at a time, one step at a time. Of course, in this race, I'm always going to back the hare. Unless it's this hare, because this hare's an arrogant arsehole. I'll back the hare. What we learn from this is really simple. Occasionally with a hare, in between being that hare, we want to be the tortoise. In fact, if the hare had sprinted off and instead of having to rest under a tree, had carried on just walking nice and slowly and whatever, and just kept plodding forward and making solid progress, trudging his way step by step. That's what we want to do. Every now and again, we call upon all of our strength, all of our courage, all of our bravery. And we go out there and we do something big and we do something bold. And every now and again, the world offers us these opportunities to be that person. And we want to take them. But if we don't take them, it's not the end of the world because we still move forward. We still keep taking these steps forward. Down the line, there'll be another opportunity to take a big, massive step forward, a big, massive action. And in the meantime, 
It doesn't matter because you're going to keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And even if you never, ever take these big opportunities to come your way, if you're just not that person, if you're not built that way, rather than writing yourself off and feeling like I'm the tortoise, I can never win that race, you say, you know what? I'm just going to keep on moving forward. Keep on moving forward. In fact, when I look at people's successes and I look at people that have achieved anything in life, it's not the people that go at it like a crazy, crazy person. These aren't people that come out there and, you know, start a gym membership and go mental for about two months, three months. It's rare that those people are the people that you see in two, three, four years' time. They've got the great physiques and the great health and the great bodies and stuff. It's very rare, right? What they do is they go in there, they burn themselves out, they lose momentum, lose motivation, they lose heart, and then they go back to where they were you're more likely to find someone that just approached it in a methodical way and never let up. Just, you know, every day and every week and every month and every year, year after year, they just keep doing the right things, the little things that give them the health they want. In fact, when we look at health and we look at the gym and and nutrition, for example, that's a perfect analogy for tiny actions making a big difference. You see, you can't go out there and just try and lift a thousand kilos in a bench press and then think you're done, right? You're gonna pull every single muscle in your body. It's too much. You're overloading the body, overloading the system. It's an impossible task, you know, and then you can't keep it up. You can't keep that kind of momentum up. So you go out there and do it once, that's the end of it. You know, that's it. You're a little bit stronger than you were before, unnoticeably so. But fundamentally, nothing's changed in your long-term outlook. You go to the gym and you train half an hour, 20 minutes, an hour. You lift a few weights here, a bit of treadmill there, a few sit-ups over there, but you go back three, four, five times a week. You do that for month, two months, six months, a year, two years at the same time. You're not starving yourself for a week or starving yourself for a day. That's not going to change your physique. But, you know, for each day and each meal, you just eat a little bit healthier and you eat a little bit better than you did before and you stop putting some of the stuff in that was counterproductive what you were trying to achieve. And each meal is a tiny step. Every meal. Breakfast. It's a small thing. If you overeat at breakfast, it no more makes you fat in the future than if you starve yourself at breakfast, okay? It makes no difference one breakfast. Lunch makes no difference. Dinner makes no difference. A week makes no difference. In fact, even to some extent, a month makes no difference in the long-term perspective of your life. What you want to do is every meal is an opportunity to take a little step forward. I make this meal a little bit healthier. If I make this meal a little bit healthier, I'm a little bit healthier than I was before. Unnoticeably so, but if I do it again for lunch and for dinner, if I do it this week, next week, this month, next month, this year, next year, in two years, three years' time, you would be unrecognizable. I'll be honest with you, you did this, you'd be pretty unrecognizable in about 12 months. But you can see, if we're talking about actually, you know, really winning the race here, not just getting a bit healthier, a bit fitter, a bit leaner, we're talking about over maybe five years, if you did this over 10 years or so, you'd be one of the fittest, healthiest people that you know. You might be the fittest and healthiest person that you know. So it's not about trying to win the race in one moment. Every now and again, we go for the sprint. Every now and again, we're the hare. Every now and again, we need to be brave and bold and courageous. And every now and again, we need to be like Tony Robbins and we take massive action. The more frequently that we do that, then of course, the bigger impact that's going to have. Coming back to our investment model, I put £100 in today. It does nothing to my future, really doesn't. But neither, by the way, if I put 10 grand in there today and did nothing, it wouldn't make much of a difference. If I put 10 grand in my account, of course I'd have interest and compound interest. But if I just put 10 grand in and left it in there, yes, it'd be worth a lot more than 10 grand in the future. And obviously it'd be worth a hell of a lot more than if I put £100 in. But fundamentally, it's not going to transform my life. What I need to do is I need to put in money every single month consistently over many years. If I do that, then I build this pot of wealth at the end, which grows exponentially. So 
Who's going to get the biggest returns on investment? The person that puts 10 grand down and then does nothing for the next 20 years, or the person that puts 100 quid in every month for every year through that entire period? It might be obvious to you, it might not be obvious to you, but it's the person that puts in £100 a month every single month for 20 years. In fact, the difference is considerable. Doing some loose maths, not perfect maths, but working on 5% interest, assuming you found yourself a good investment vehicle that gave you 5% on average returns. If you put £10,000 in, in 20 years, it's worth £26,532.98. I say roughly because I've accumulated that interest yearly as opposed to monthly. But, you know, it gives you about 26000 in 20 years. If you put £100 per month in for that 20 years, by the way, you end up with 41900 best part of 42000 So in this example, clearly the tortoise beats the hare. But it's not about just being plodding along, consistently doing your thing like a tortoise. It's not like that. You always want to be pushing yourself a little bit. You just don't necessarily want to be able to, or you might not be capable of consistently taking the massive action that Tony Robbins would be urging you to do, for example. And what I would urge you to do as much as you can, but realistically, you can't keep doing it. The same as you can't realistically just dump 10 grand a month into your investment. For most people, it's out of the question. If you can do 10,000, right, then what about someone that's doing a million or a hundred? You become the tortoise then. So from my perspective here, most people cannot just dump 10,000 pounds per month into their future investments. And therefore, they put in their 100 quid. That's working assumption. That's all they've got. You see, if you're waiting to be able to put 10 grand in, then what happens is, of course, you wait forever because you may never get a 10 grand lump sum to put in there. So you never actually take the action you could be taking because you always feel that the action you're taking isn't enough. So rather than putting 100 quid in there, because it feels like, oh, you know what, I'm only putting 100 quid in. What's 100 quid mean? Nothing. Seriously, 100 pound will do nothing to your future. But 100 this month, next month, the following month, year after year after year for 20 years, what it does, it equates to 42,000 roughly, which is 16,000 more than if you put 10 grand in a lump sum. So obviously, you can see this psychological battle that we have, which is why would I put 100 pound into my savings? It makes no difference. In fact, I do it for the first year. It makes no difference. If I do it for one year, it's like 1,365 pounds. That's not going to change your life. You put 1,200 quid in there. You've only got 165 pound back. So you're sitting there thinking, well, what's the point in starting my investment portfolio on £100 a month? Because clearly, it's not going to do anything. Well, yeah, it's not going to do anything. I'm not going to lie to you. It makes no difference. It only makes a difference when you compound it week after week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade. Now it turns into something sizable. So you're not going to be that tortoise that goes plod, 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 £100, £100, £100, £100 for 20 years. What happens that's interesting is you start putting £100 into investment or the equivalent energy into anything, then interestingly, it becomes easier to put that £100 in. You get used to putting the £100 in, suddenly it kind of opens up an opportunity for you and you could put more in. You get more comfortable with £100 and suddenly it doesn't feel like you're challenging yourself or maybe you make a little bit more money in business, you give yourself a little bit of a pay rise, so you've got more money to invest. So rather than just sitting there plodding along £100, £100, £100, what happens if you start to increase that? Well, I've done the maths on that just loosely. Again, if you put £100 per month for the first 12 months in, you get £1,375 at the end of the year. Not going to absolutely change your life, let's be honest. But let's assume by the end of that year, you get comfortable with that level of investment and you start putting 150 in, just a modest increase, 50% increase, given maybe you're just more comfortable with that investment or you're getting excited about that investment, you're bought into that, you're focusing on it. 
and you just put £50 extra per month, well, you do that for the second year. In the second year, you make £2,047. Again, not probably going to change your life. If we did this strategy, in two years from now, you'd have approximately £2,400 in the bank. Again, unlikely to change your life. But you're building momentum. So you're being the tortoise, which is taking consistent, small action that builds up over time, but also you're building momentum, you're building strength. It's like our tortoise, instead of being maxed out at two miles an hour, one mile an hour, the tortoise gets fitter and stronger every time it's in this race, and therefore, it actually gets faster over time. So it becomes even more competitive, albeit still approaching it like a tortoise. This is the equivalent of your tortoise entering loads of competitions over the year and next year being able to be 50% faster than it was the year before. Make sense? So the second year gives you £2,047. You accumulate that up. Roughly, you're now looking at 3400 I think I said 2400 a minute ago. If you're whiz with numbers or just paying attention, you probably picked me up on that one. But 3400 roughly pounds at the end of two years. Let's say you get comfortable with that £150 over that following 12-month period, and in year three, you increase your investment to just £200 per month. Nothing major, but you've gone from £100 a month, which kind of is going to give you a decent return if you do it consistently, to something that's going to give you a little bit more decent return. Something actually is going to start rewarding you pretty well. So if you now go to £200 a month, and let's say you never increase it again. Now, of course you would. You get comfortable at 200 and then maybe the year after that, you might go 250 maybe 300 whatever you're comfortable with, whatever you can afford. But typically, where we put our attention, where we focus, things tend to grow. Opportunity grows. Our possibility starts to grow. So let's say you get to £200 and nothing else. Let's say you never get any faster. This is our tortoise that gets to three miles an hour, and then we start to hit the limits of what a tortoise can do, and he can't get any faster. But now he's doing three miles an hour rather than one mile an hour or one and a half miles an hour he started off with. So, and this is it, we've maxed out. So now if you carried on putting in 200 pounds for the remaining 18 years, sticking with the 20 year model, you end up with roughly 74,786. I say roughly, because again, I've worked the interest out based on yearly, et cetera. But you end up with best part of 75 grand in 20 years. So you put 10 grand down now, which is a massive action, a big, massive step. You only end up with 26 and a half thousand 20 years from now. You do 100 pound a month, which is your tortoise, but never increase that. You go to 41, well, 42,000 roughly. So size will increase, 16 grand increase. I'd say that's pretty good. But then you start to lean, you start to get fitter and stronger, start to put more energy, get braver or bolder. You start to put more in, and you don't have to go crazy. Your little tiny steps become just small steps. They're still not big steps, they're just small steps. But now we start looking at 75,000 in return. Why would you stop? You go from 200 to 250 to 300, you get comfortable. It's like going to the gym and lifting weights. If all you can do is, say, 70 kilos on a bench press today, 50 kilos on a bench press today, and you go and lift it once, nothing changes. You go in there and you lift it, you know, 10 times a day, 20 times, 30 times a day, and you do that three times a week, month after month, year after year. Well, you'd be lifting probably 150 kilos in about five years from now, maybe three years from now, maybe sooner, depending how hard you push that growth. So you don't go into the gym and do massive action. You're probably going to blow your knees, blow your elbows, blow your heart. You're going to kill yourself. The very least, you can put yourself off ever going back there. You're going to injure yourself. So you have to go into recuperation for two weeks, three weeks, come back, do what? Massive action again? You're going to blow something else again. You're not going to make any progress whatsoever. Equally, you don't want to go there like the tortoise and just walk on a treadmill every day for 10 minutes because, of course, that's also going to have a very negligible impact. It builds up over time, for sure. You'll be fitter, you'll be healthier, you'll live longer just by doing that. 
But what it really does is start momentum. And your 10-minute walk quickly becomes a 20-minute walk. Your 20-minute walk becomes a fast 20-minute walk, which becomes a 10-minute run, which becomes a 20-minute run, a half-hour run, becomes an hour run within 12 months, two years, 18 months, you're running a marathon. You push it further, you end up running mega marathons, triathlons, whatever it might be, five years, 10 years from now. At no point did you necessarily have to kill yourself on that journey. Now, you're going to have challenges, okay? You're going to have some injuries along the way as you start to progress this. But fundamentally, you just have to keep showing up to that treadmill week after week, month after month, year after year. And you can go from where you are now, a couch potato, say, to running a marathon within, I don't know, they say a couple of years, just by continually showing up to that treadmill. Now, if you want to run a marathon in 18 months, you have to push a little bit harder, bigger steps. If you get comfortable, you're going to have to just get uncomfortable again sooner. This would be the equivalent in the investment model of instead of waiting a year to go from 100 to 150, you might say as soon as you get a little bit comfortable at 100, maybe three months, you go to 150. And as soon as you get comfortable at 150, you push it a little bit harder, you start finding some extra money, you cut back on certain things, you go to 200 pound a month. Really aggressive kind of growth. Now, of course, there's a pain to that. There's a, there's a sacrifice you're going to have to make for that investment. And if you're not willing to make that investment or the price is too high, then guess what? You start thinking it's not worth it. Then you stop altogether and you lose out on everything. So this is about slow and steady wins the race, but this isn't about being the tortoise and just plodding along at the same pace. This is about starting at a plod, little steps, little momentum building. You take that momentum and you grow from that. And then you keep moving forward. You show up, you do your 10 minutes, your 20 minutes, your run, your longer run, your bigger run. You keep going, you keep going. And I tell you now, as long as you keep showing up, you can take your fitness and your health to the next level. Why don't we? If you look at me now, why am I not here running marathons right now? It's really simple. It's because I haven't been investing that energy for long enough, consistently enough over the previous years. So the results I have today, my level of unfitness that I have today is directly proportionate to what I've invested in not yesterday, not this month, not even this year. It's directly proportionate to what I've been putting in over the last five years or so. So, you know, I've worked relatively hard on my health, my fitness this year. You might not think that if you saw me because I've been consistent this year, but I wasn't consistent year before and the year before. This is equivalent of me putting a couple of hundred pound a month into investment for the last 12 months. But leading up to the last 12 months, I'd been racking up loads of debt on credit cards, etc. That's kind of equivalent to what we're saying here. So I'm using these two analogies to try and get through to you how you can approach something that gives you amazing results over long periods of time without having to kill yourself, without having to be massively brave or massively bold. It's about being consistent and playing the long game. But equally, equally, every now and again, there's an opportunity for you to put a lump of cash in. So if you came across a cash lump sum, you got a big client in, someone left you some money in a will, for example. If you put that money in as a lump sum, then of course it makes a dramatic difference to the end result. So if you put that 10 grand in at the beginning because you've got 10 grand sitting there, or maybe you start doing the 100 pound, but then you come across a bit of a windfall and you've got 10 grand suddenly, then by all means there, put that 10 grand in, it's going to transform what you're doing longer term, if you then consistently put the extra 100 quid, 200 quid a month in on top of that. And if you get another windfall, two grand, five grand, another 10 grand at some point in the future, if you put that in there, of course it's gonna make a massive difference. And this is the power 
of these small steps, these tiny steps that make a big difference. Because it's not just about the little steps that accumulate over time. It's how those little steps build to bigger steps. But then if you compound those little steps and bigger steps to big, massive action, and you keep on, then the big, massive action pays off much more as well. You just do big, massive action and put 10 grand in the account, you're coming out with 26 and a half grand. So in and of itself, it's not going to give you the same result as if you were just consistent. But then that pales into insignificance compared to if you are consistent at a small level initially, and then you build momentum on that. You never have to go to massive action. You build momentum on that and then build momentum on that and then build momentum on that. So you're still relatively comfortable, but you keep consistently taking action aligned with where you're heading, what it is you're trying to create and achieve. It creates a much, much bigger result. But then, of course, you get these opportunities to do massive action. You get these opportunities to be brave and bold, like I said before. And in and of themselves, they won't give you the same result as if you did these little actions. But if you add the massive action to what you're doing with the little actions, now we get an even bigger result. So for me, these little tiny actions are so important because it's the momentum they build. But also they bring power to your big action as well. You can't always start with massive action. You can't always start how you would want to be and do today. You can't go to the gym and just run five miles on a treadmill. You can't go in there and lift 120 kilos on a bench press or hike 50 miles. You might not be in that position to do that. You can't put 10 grand into a, a savings account or 10 grand into an investment account. You can't sit there and just go, bang, I'm going to go and do a thousand sales calls. I'm going to go out there and hire 10 people in my business. I'm going to go and get a massive office block and I'm going to grow in. Most of us, we can't do that. We're not in that position to do that. And if we do those massive actions, the chances are we may end up running straight into a brick wall. And in and of themselves, they're not going to change anything without the little consistent steps in between. So the whole metaphor, the whole analogy of everything we're sharing with you today is really simple. Do what you can today to move you forward to that end goal. I get it. Right now, you might not have the health that enables you to go and train for an hour in the gym. Do something. It might start with five-minute walk a 10-minute walk. It might be a five-minute run you can do. It might only be able to lift 20 kilos, 30 kilos. You start today and then you build on that consistently over time. You put money into your investment that you can today. These are all analogies, okay? This is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking specifically to you about getting fitter or creating an investment fund. What I'm talking to you today is about investing yourself in your life and your business. And I'm using these two metaphors to share with you how they work. You keep putting in drip, 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 whatever you can afford today in time, in energy, in money, you invest into that long-term vision. As you start to build momentum, you'll be able to put more time, money, and energy into it. It starts to compoundly grow. You do that consistently over time, you're now compounding the compound. Time is an incredible, powerful friend and ally. When you get the opportunity that lands in your lap to be big and brave and bold, you take it. Every now and again, you might deliberately go out there and challenge yourself to do big, challenging things in order to level up. And that will just expedite the whole process of achieving that goal and or allow you to have a goal that's much, much bigger than it would have been otherwise. Nice one, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, I really appreciate you giving me your time and attention. I know there's a lot of things, a lot of people out there right now vying for it. As always, my commitment to you is to try and give you the best content information that I possibly can in this podcast to reward you for giving me that time and as a show of my appreciation and respect for you giving it to me. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, don't forget, please go and check out what we're doing at Success Groups. 
You can find out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. If you're ready to have a conversation with us and you want to talk to us about how we can help expedite your own success, how we can keep you on track with your goals, help you set your goals, set your vision, how we can help you with your strategies, your execution, how we can support you in ideas and creativity, then please do reach out to us. You can contact my partner in life and in business, Tracy Miller at tracy.miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll put the link to the website and to her email in the descriptions of this episode. I'll also add some links to other resources to help you on your ongoing upward entrepreneurial journey. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 